Hey, this is DK and you're listening to the DK Speaks podcast where we discuss actionable and implementable tips and tricks to run a successful online business. After you listen to this episode, head over to dkspeaks.com for all the show notes and resources to help build your business. Hi, this is DK and welcome to episode 11 of the DK Speaks podcast. In this episode of the DK Speaks podcast, we're going to discuss about a very typical activity in internet marketing, that is keyword research. So basically what we're going to discuss about in this episode is how to do keyword research the right way and what is the difference between keyword research and niche research. Now, if you've signed up to email newsletters from any of the big internet marketers, I'm sure you would have heard about the launch and the discounted offers on Longtail Pro. This is a keyword research tool. There were a ton of emails that have been floating around and pretty much everyone recommended this tool. The price of this tool started from somewhere around $27, which was a discounted price and went up to $97, which is its normal price. And in fact, a lot of marketers use this tool and recommend it. So if you heard about Pat Flynn and his Smart Passive Income blog, he also recommends Longtail Pro and says that that is a tool that he's been using. Now, a few days before Longtail Pro was relaunched because this is version 3 of Longtail Pro. Now, we've had a couple of versions earlier and they launched version 3 of Longtail Pro as a relaunch at a discounted price. Now, a few days before this tool was launched, there was another keyword research tool that was launched. It is called as Niche Genetics, which pretty much did the same job as that of Longtail Pro. But with a slight difference that Niche Genetics helped you find profitable niche and Longtail Pro helped you find Longtail keywords. So you might be wondering what is the difference between these two. So in this episode, we're going to discuss about how Niche Research is different from Keyword Research and how to go about doing keyword research the right way. I still remember buying the keyword elite software from Brad Callen for about $197 when it was released about eight years back. Then after some time off, I found another tool called as Market Samurai and then I stumbled upon Micro Niche Finder. I bought pretty much all of these tools. I bought all of these and if you're asking why, then the answer is plain and simple because I was confused. I was overwhelmed and I struggled with the entire activity of researching keywords with the first two softwares. While I got a refund for Market Samurai because I used it for about the first five to 10 days after I had bought it and I found it extremely confusing. So I had to ask for a refund. I couldn't get a refund for Keyword Elite because of my lazy approach. I didn't touch the tool for almost about 45 to 50 odd days and it is then that I first test run it. And by the time I did it, I found I was already out of the money back guarantee period and I found that this tool was of no use to me. Market Samurai is a great tool and a lot of marketers use it and recommend it. But somehow I felt that it was just not for me. I was extremely overwhelmed with the many filters and the options in Market Samurai. But what I wanted was something that was simple. 
I did not want to spend so much of time doing all the filters, entering some information there, uh, finding keywords and doing all of those stuff. And that's primarily where Market Samurai was a little too overwhelming for me. Finally, I found Micro Niche Finder. And this is a tool that I'm using until today. Why? Because Micro Niche Finder was probably one of the easiest tool that you could ever find on keyword research in the internet. There are no too much of filters there. All that you need to do is just click a quick filter button and you will get the filtered keywords on your uh, dashboard. You can click one button and you can get a metric called a strength of competition, which will tell you if a keyword is easier to rank or is it difficult to rank. So I couldn't find a tool that was simpler than Micro Niche Finder. Now, almost all of these softwares use the same source for their data. That is Google's keyword tool. Now, the only difference lies in how they present the data with some analytics or some metrics of their own so that you know which keyword or niche to go after. Now, over the years, as Google changed their keyword tools to, you know, they changed from the, their Google keyword tool to the keyword planner. And they also restricted some of the data that was being sent using all of these APIs that these tools were using to pull the data from Google. Now with all of this restricted data that was available, these softwares also changed, but still their source remained the same because ultimately the objective is to get ranked on Google. And if you want to get ranked on Google, whose data better to rely on than that of Google? So the question is, do you really need a paid software when the Google Keyword Planner tool is available free of cost? So we'll come to that towards the end of the show. Now, first, let's take a closer look at Longtail Keyword Pro. This software adds a few aspects to the research. The source of the data for Longtail Keyword Pro is pretty much the same, but it uses a confidence score, which is a, a metric that they have derived in order to tell you how hard or easy it will be to rank on the search engines for that specific keyword. In addition to that, it also gives you some additional information in the form of domain authority, page authority, the Moz rank, domain age, the number of backlinks, etc. All of these will help you evaluate and analyze your competition. Now, if you were to do all of these individually, you would have spent a lot of time doing it. Same is the case with Micro Niche Finder. Now, it uses a competitive measure called as a strength of competition that I spoke about a few minutes back to evaluate the competition. So what these tools are basically doing is that they are speeding up the process of keyword research. You can save a lot of time if you use these tools, but do you really need them? You might not. It entirely depends upon how you've planned your day and how much time do you want to spend in researching your keywords. Now, if you know the basics of what to look for while researching a keyword, or a niche, you are ready to spend time doing that, then you can do that with the help of Google Keyword Planner tool. You would not need a keyword research tool. Okay, so coming to the second aspect, which is how to do keyword research the right way. What is keyword research? And how does it differ from niche research? Understand that these are two terms that are used as synonyms a lot of times, but in reality, they differ. In fact, 
keyword research is just one tiny part of niche research. While keyword research involves researching keywords that people use to search for something on the search engines, niche research involves a lot of other things like profitability of the niche, the demographics, ad costs, content research, market research, etc. So you can see how broad a term niche research is and how narrow keyword research is. And that's primarily why I say that keyword research is just one tiny part of niche research. Niche research is the first thing you need to do as you plan for your business. Finding what niche and sub-niche you should get into and researching if there is money to be made in it and if there is a hungry audience in it is all important. And that is what goes into niche research. To give you an idea of what a niche is and how to research it, let me take an example of the health niche. The health niche is a very broad niche and it is literally impossible to beat the competition in it. But because there is competition, it clearly means that the niche is profitable and it is a niche that you would want to jump into. So let us dig a little deeper into the niche. You will find sub niches like weight loss, weight gain, exercising, hair care, skin care, dental health, sexual health, meditation, remedies, yoga, etc. All of these are part of the main niche called as health. If you go into ClickBank or any of these affiliate providers, affiliate networks, you will find a lot of these sub-niches stacked under the main niche, which is a health niche. Go to ClickBank.com, go to Marketplace, and you will find a main niche called as health. Click on that and you will find most of these niches listed under there. Now, to beat the competition, it makes sense to get into one of these sub-niches rather than trying to go and beat the competition at the broad niche, which is a health niche. So you would want to further dig deeper into one of these sub-niches. So let's get a little deeper into the exercising niche, for example. Now, some of the sub-niches here in the exercising niche would be food supplements, muscle building, six-pack apps, etc. And you will find a lot of products that are being sold in these sub-niches. Each of these sub-niches will have its own sub-niches. While the competition would have been extremely fierce in the broad exercising niche, which is a health niche in our example, the sub-niches will have less and less competition. And it will be easier for you to come out on top of your competitors. For example, the muscle building niche. So, the real trick lies in identifying a sub-niche with low competition. But good amount of traffic and while you do it you need to keep a few things in mind you need to research some other aspects of the niche like the profitability of the niche the content availability and if there is a hungry audience in that specific niche in fact what i first recommend is to research to find if this specific sub niche which i call the micro niche has a problem statement in it and that is how i go ahead with researching my niches what is a problem statement? A problem statement is a problem or an issue that somebody is looking for a solution. So it is very easy to find that. Just go to Google and type in the name of your niche. So if it is a muscle building niche, type in muscle building in quotes and then add plus forum 
and you will get a list of forums in this specific sub niche which is the muscle building niche browse through them and you will find people who are talking about their problems as you browse through these forums you will find a lot of questions that people are people are asking and all of these questions pretty much are on a specific problem that they are facing you can even go to sites like quora or yahoo answers and find people talking about specific problems in the, in these specific niches now if the niche has a problem then it is a very good niche to get into because you know that there are people who are looking for solutions and everything that sells today every product or service that sells today is primarily a solution to a problem so if there is a problem there will be a product or there will be a service that is a solution to the problem and that is being sold and there will be a lot of people who are buying this specific solution now that you've identified the niche that you want to jump into it is time for keyword research so i hope this cleared the air on the difference between keyword research and niche research so now let's get into keyword research keyword research primarily involves identifying keywords that you can rank for in the search engines once you've identified a niche you want to build a website or a blog around it and then you would want to add some contents to it keyword research starts from the point that you decide on setting up a website or on building a blog for that specific niche or sub niche that you wanted to get into you would want to find keywords that you can rank for meaning keywords that have some good amount of searches but with low competition so that it is easier for you to rank in the search engines now a good amount of searches is an ambiguous term i understand so if i am to put that into numbers anything that has more than 400 searches per month should be a good term to go for to generate your content but when you're searching for domain names that would not do so i recommend looking for a term that has at least about 2000 odd searches per month now if you are able to find an exact match domain with this specific keyword that has 2000 or more searches per month then nothing like it but if you don't get it it's still okay because you can find domains with good prefixes and suffixes to this keyword so if i am to talk about muscle building uh, and if you found a keyword which is build muscles fast which is a good keyword with about 2000 plus searches and you're not able to find a domain then you can use a prefix or a suffix build muscle fast tips is a suffix and a good domain that you can go for so i recommend going in for any of these domains when it comes to how i prefer picking domains i am not too savvy about finding exact match domains but i prefer picking aged domains that have good domain authority good trust flow and citation flow with some backlinks to it you can go to the go uh, godaddy auction uh, auctions and find some uh, good domains which are aged domains there uh, which have good good domain authority and trust flow and citation flow now all that i care for is that the domain name has to do something with the niche that i'm jumping in so it could be muscle building getting ripped fast or even exercising i'm okay with that if i'm able to get a domain name with good domain authority but if you are able to find an exact match domain for your chosen keyword then it'll help you in getting ranked on search engines fast so coming to the second aspect of keyword research now, the second aspect of keyword research is to find keywords that you want to write your content on 
Now, it is here that long tail keywords come into picture. And it is here that a keyword tool like the rough long tail keyword pro actually comes into the picture. But that doesn't mean that you cannot use long tail keyword pro when researching for domains uh, or keywords on which you would, you would want to base your domains on. Because long tail keyword pro has a lot of these metrics like a domain authority, uh, page authority and all of those with the Moz rank. So if you're able to find domains uh, for these specific keywords, uh, you know, age of domains for these specific keywords, nothing like it. Now, long tail keywords. Long tail keywords are keywords that have a long tail. Pretty simple. But if I am to put that a little better, it is a keyword that has about four to five words in it, which will be called as a long tail keyword. While there is no hard and fast rule on the number of words, anything more than about three words should be good enough. These keywords are easier to rank for and here if you can find a keyword with about 400 odd searches that we spoke about a little while earlier, then it is an achievement for you. Creating content for about 15 to 20 such keywords. So let's assume that you're creating 15 posts for keywords which have about 400 keyword searches per month and low competition. It would mean that you've built content which is good enough to get you about 6,000 searches per month. And if you're able to rank on search engines, that's a good amount of traffic which you can then monetize. And this is basically what you should look for if you want to rank on search engines and generate organic traffic. So that is the second aspect of keyword research where you're going to research long tail keywords which you can then use to generate content or to write content that you want to put on your website and blog so that you, are, you can easily get ranked on the search engines and generate a ton of traffic to your websites. Now, coming to the third and the final aspect of keyword research, which is researching buyer keywords. So, buyer keywords are keywords that have a buying intent in them, and it helps generate traffic from people who've already been prepped to buy something. So they've done all the research that was required about a specific product and they are now looking to buy that specific product. These kind of people use buyer keywords while searching on the internet. Now these are the keywords that will get you sales. Keywords like product name reviews, product name discounts, buy product name, product name online stores, etc. are keywords with buying intent because these keywords will be used for searches by people only when they are ready to buy something. These are the keywords that are called as buyer keywords. Now, where would you want to use buyer keywords? First, understand that buyer keywords is not a, are not a keyword uh, which will have a ton of searches associated with them. It will just be about 200 to 300 odd searches. But that's good enough because these 200 to 300 odd searches that are there for that specific keyword is from people who are ready to buy something. Now, if you want to sprinkle posts into your content strategy which are intended to sell something, it is here that you might want to use these buyer keywords. Now, for example, if I have set up a website in the muscle building niche and I've written close to about 15 articles on tips on building muscles, I would want to add maybe about two to three odd posts on reviews about specific products related to muscle building. Buyer keywords are easier to rank for and you can it can get you the kind of visitors who would convert into buyers. So you would want to write review posts, posts 
that that, are, that talk about discounts that are available online offers that are available online etc using these buyer keywords so that you can convert your visitors into buyers because that is the ultimate intent with which you set up this website so those were the three kind of keywords that you researched for classify your activity into these three different stages research your keyword depending upon what stage you are researching in note down your keywords and then start working on your website and content don't get overwhelmed with keyword research take your time to research it if you don't want to spend money on a keyword tool you can do that using google keyword planner just that it will take a little more time than the keyword tool but if you are ready to invest in a keyword research tool and you want to save some time which you would want to otherwise dedicate it to some of the other aspects in your business then i would recommend that you go for a keyword research tool and the keyword research tool that we recommend is micro niche finder i also have longtail pro i use longtail pro in conjunction with micro niche finder so longtail keyword pro is also a good tool uh, that you can be using it entirely depends upon your budget and your usage you can pick either one of these or if you want you can pick both of these but i can tell you that these are the only two tools that you will ever need in your keyword research activity so i hope you understood the difference between niche research and keyword research and uh, you also understood the different kind of keywords that you would want to research in your uh, business so that you're able to generate traffic to your blogs and websites and get buyers from the traffic that you are generating so if you like this episode do rate us here and post a genuine comment and feedback here it'll keep me motivated and it'll also help in the rankings for this show here don't forget to share it with your friends on your social media profiles using one of the share buttons below you can find all the show notes and transcripts at dkspeaks.com so head over to dkspeaks.com and you will also find the links to all the resources that we spoke about in today's episode there at dkspeaks.com so that's it on today's show until the next episode you all have a great week ahead <laughs>